0: It's the day before Christmas Eve, and you forgot to buy a gift for your Aunt Fran. Oh, no. Oh, poor Aunt Fran. And you live in Portland.
1: And you love Aunt Fran. And
0: Aunt Fran loves to get stoned. (gasps) Or Aunt Fran has a bad knee, and she loves cannabis. Whoa. So you can go to Define Premium Cannabis in Hillsborough or Forest Grove and pick yourself up some edibles for Aunt Fran or... A big fat sack of herb for Aunt Fran,
2: I know Aunt Fran would love some topicals, a nice well, lotion. Well, maybe you should buy arthritis. it for yourself
1: and share it with Aunt Fran. Yeah, you, know, you could do
2: that. <laughs> yeah, whatever you feel like doing. So, and if yeah. if you, you want to come into one of our locations, we will be having a sale on Friday. Uh, I believe it's twenty five percent off. Day before Christmas sale.
0: And if you tell wow. them that you are a listener of No Simple Road, you will get ten percent off your purchase and your first time in you get a free t-shirt. Free t-shirt. And you could make the holiday gathering just a little bit easier on yourself yeah. and your friend. So go to Define Premium Cannabis in Hillsborough or Forest Grove and pick yourself up that last minute gift because you forgot to buy stuff for somebody because you were smoke a
3: week.
1: I can't wait to listen to Stress Dreams out of the sloth that I got from Electric Fish Life. Oh
0: shit. Mel fucking knocked it out of the park what electric fish lights is creating one-of-a-kind badass lighting fixtures that one could say could become a monument in your home
1: mine is absolutely a monument it is a sloth it is he's on my altar they they could
0: also light up the room if you're having stress dreams
1: that's true Mm -hmm. nice little um, glow in the dark kind of Nightlight,
0: yeah, they are made from IQ technology, which is interlocking quadrilaterals. That means friends and family. That is 30 interlocking pieces that can be configured into 15 different shapes, made out of upcycled vinyl. And when you put That's those right. together, they can basically build any shape light that you can think of. Just go on Instagram to electricfishlights or go to electricfishlights.com and check out what I'm talking about. They are amazing. They come with a 12-year energy-efficient, safe-to-leave-on bulb, a 12-foot cord, and a hardware kit to hang the light. And they're hooking up the No Simple Road family. they are. With 25% 25 off. off. When you put in the promo code, NSR, when you check out, they're going to hook you up, and they're going to put Delaware Magic in that box.
1: What's Delaware Magic?
0: Well, Mel, let me tell you. What's so funny over there, Santa Claus? Uh, Del- that does Waymel asked that. That was funny. Oh, okay. I, I just I'm what curious. is Delaware magic? Oh, I'm sorry, I got off track. <laughs> Delaware magic is I don't know. It could be a tie dye. It could be a playing card. It could be a crystal. Mm-hmm. It could be a candle. It that could be fun. Just something magical and special, extra in your On box. On
1: top of my incredibly handcrafted, one of a kind electric fish light that plays music from its upgraded LED lighting.
0: Yeah. That that That's a real thing. That's a real you thing. You can
1: listen to music from your light.
2: Yeah. This is 2020 it's 2022.
0: Almost. We just <laughs> blew guys. your mind. Yeah. So go to Electric Fish Light and have your mind blown. Um, wait. Get, what? You know
2: what? what? It, I mean, I just, it was my, I wanted to say. Hurry up, time, man. Don't have an absence, <laughs> absent a reason. Oh, okay. <laughs> to grow together and go on over <laughs> and get a new and an improved street, stress dreams street light.
1: Okay. Wow. Thanks, Apple. That would be awesome. And they'll give you
0: reasons to stay. Oh, There it is. Electric Fish Light.
1: In the spirit of flounch this year, yes. why not order yourself a hoodie from our wonderful sponsor, Shop, shop tour, tour Bus.
0: That's a great idea. Right? Shop Tour Bus is the official sponsor of flounch. It- <laughs> they are. Oh,
1: <laughs> right on. That's dope. And in order to truly bring out your flounch spirit, you want to be decked out in shop tour bus gear, Go whether it's a hat. A hoodie, a t shirt, some stickers. Go I don't over know. to
0: shoptourbus.com or at shoptourbus on Instagram and check out what we're talking about. This is Grateful Dead lyrics told in the uh, manner of picture. Yes. I don't know how else to say Riddle. that. It's like a cryptic picture. Yeah it's, yeah, it's... And
2: they have that dope new design. The Terrapin design is out right in time for Christmas. Look Yay. at that. Or,
0: you know, there's always that one person that got you something and you didn't get them something. And then you're like, fuck, I didn't get them anything. But it's never too late.
1: It's never too late to get a present ever. No. No. And I got these, a birthday present in de- December.
0: And Mel's birthday is in October. That's but right. check it out. Here's the deal. These Shop Tour Bus t-shirts, hoodies, hats, and whatnot don't just come in a Mylar bag. They come in a beautifully hand-designed box with a Grateful Dead lyric on the inside. They also have all kinds of extras, and Shop Tour Bus is hooking you up with free shipping when you put in the promo code, No Simple Road. So go to ShopTourBus.com or at ShopTourBus on Instagram and make sure you told them that we sent you by putting in that promo code so that you can get the free shipping.
1: We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere.
2: Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, The Fab Fo, and Sean Colvin, and so many more.
0: At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattingale. So you may ask yourself no how did i get here <laughs> and the days go on. apple what? i was gonna say you may ask yourself what happened to the regular no simple road music well the regular oh, no Sergeant simple N- road music has now been 2022-ified <laughs> by our friends Escaper.
1: Oh Thank Will you guys, it's yeah, Escaper. Oh I, my gosh.
0: You guys outdid yourselves. Um I couldn't we couldn't be more stoked.
1: Okay, the first thing I thought about, it was very sexy, very pornish, which I love in such a good way. It's and it also is comforting and like funky and groovy and like settling.
0: I told when I first heard it, I said This may sound weird, Will, but it feels the way it feels when we're talking. Yes. And it's cool because it like, it starts simply and then a jam ensues by the time it's done. And then it ends leaving you, leaving you wanting more. And man, that's what I hope to do. It really does. Leave you wanting wanting more. Yeah. Will Hanza and Escaper, you. You, guys you guys are, are awesome. A fucking bomb, man! Thank you so much mm-hmm. for doing that for us, and, and
1: uh, thanks for leading us into, you know, ushering out of 2021 and leading us into a new year. I'm super grateful for, um, having just a fresh approach to what we do. I'm looking yeah. forward to the next year because I don't think it's going to be very much like 2021. Mm-mm.
0: And having Escaper you know, as the flag on our ship waving yeah. at the beginning of every show. And, and I love squ- to start. the yeah.
1: escaper and we're dealing with will think about that word. And that like it's strong and
0: we get to meet will in the coming week. At yes. MSG.
1: Yes. Hey, everybody
0: out there. Guess what? Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. That's actually Santa happy flounge. Yeah. Well, no, you would just say right on, right on, right on. But, yeah oh, is that the flounce greeting yeah, yeah right on right on traditional uh food of flounce is tater tot right and the flounce greeting is just no it's right whatever on. you have what's the beverage we haven't come up with a beverage for flounce. No, we didn't oh, come on right. hook it up apple all right. wow. off top of your head go beer no, <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> oh, no. that was easy no. um I
3: mean-
0: hey yeah merry christmas and we're almost there it's uh today's thursday and tomorrow is christmas eve and a lot of you are traveling and getting where you're going and i hope that you're doing so safely and that you're where you want to be and with who you want to be and surrounded by the people you want to be surrounded by because i know i am right now you guys are dope and
1: thanks babe no what? simple road family is it my favorite shucks, family
0: and, and look at us here we have an amazing gift for you guys this year yeah we
1: do so
0: we were throwing around names for our christmas guest list and um you know you have those people that you're like i would love to talk to so and so but i don't think we can make it happen so i didn't even mention our guest and then apple was like why don't we get paul hoffman
1: on he he came up uh, you know maybe a time or two well, but Paul says it,
2: it's, uh, Aaron's been persistent in hitting yeah. him up. Yeah. And then and then we just kind of shelved it. And I was like, well,
0: why not Paul? And so I redoubled my efforts on bugging Paul <laughs> and pestering <laughs> Paul. And uh, it actually worked out for all of us now. Paul Hoffman from Green Sky Bluegrass is our Christmas gift to all of you. Thank and to you us. For- and to us, yeah
1: taking time out of your busy schedule, Paul and hanging out with us for an hour and just talking real talk. It was really great. So thank you for joining us. Thanks for being our Christmas present and, and thanks
0: for ushering us back into live music in 2021. Yes. And I mean, I know we, yes. we went over this in the interview, but um, yonder mountain and green sky bluegrass were our first shows back from quarantine in 2021. and, this year for us was filled with Green Sky.
2: Yeah. Well, you said you said it was before we got the, the horny. Year. You were like, I just have a feeling because none of us had ever seen Green Sky live. We all liked him, and Aaron was like, I have a feeling we should like go all out on Green Sky any chance we get to see him.
0: So we ended up seeing what? How many? Should one, two? We saw three, two four. up
2: at Red Rocks. We saw them out there. We saw them at uh, Crystal, Crystal Ballroom. Ballroom.
0: So what? Five, four, shows? four shows. Yeah, this year, and every show was fucking barn burner, amazing. And there is no show like a Green Sky show. And that that no. Red Rocks Green Sky with Holly Bowling will go down in history as one of the greatest concerts I've ever seen, ever.
1: When I look back, I, I mean, I know you 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 say that a lot for different things, which is sometimes at the time it it's true. But that the more that I think back on that concert the more I felt like it was one of the best times of my life. Mm -hmm.
0: Yes. Being there with Nate and Megan and and the whole experience. Yes.
1: The whole experience. It was really life altering and maybe it would have even been with, you know, somebody else too, because that place is magical. But at the same time, because they had ushered us in at, hornings and then we traveled for our furry first time at red rocks to see them and you know you'll hear in the interview you know for them it was a different kind of feeling playing you know that Mm -hmm. last show um and it was just uh, for us it was very special in 2020 it's something that helped us get through it was something to look forward to it was something that um, an avenue where we went around with like Nate and Megan, they like, we got together with the No Simple Road family is what I mean. Yeah. We we had reasons to kind of like do what we were all halted from doing when we were, you know, come like the end of 2019. And it, it was like hopeful music and it was also haunting and chilling music. And we talk about that a little bit too. Like it was just, if, if they could have conveyed the feeling of twenty twenty, they and twenty twenty one of both, they did it. Yeah, like, they did. Paul's voice, the, the the how he pulls out from into the void and just had blasts with this his sound is just it's chilling. Yeah, and
0: <laughs> you know, man, today and yesterday. If you follow Paul on, on Instagram, he's made a couple of posts. And I just want to say from all of us, Paul, that we love you, man. Yeah. And um, I hope listening back, back to this, if you listen, you get a little smile on your face and a little joy in your heart, brother. And I'm glad you're home with your family right now and I hanging hope, out around the Christmas tree.
1: I hope that we all could be so fortunate to where people can tell us how much their work or, or their craft means to them. Not as a pressure, but just as a gratitude, like, Mm -hmm. thank you, no matter, you know, what you do with that information or not. I just want you to know, thank you for like personally for getting us through and for helping us establish new bonds with our family out there. I mean, I had that incredible interaction with that teacher and it was just so many things um, that. In the last year, their music was theme music for us, yeah. and it was such a comfort. And it's, it wasn't just Paul, it's all the guys. Yep. Every single one Absolutely. of them makes Green Sky Bluegrass so worth the trip.
0: So that's why they, and especially Paul, because he's our guest, but that's why this was our Christmas gift to you guys this year. So I really hope you enjoy this conversation we have with Paul. We're going to get you to the interview here in just a second. And remember, hang out with us after the conversation for regular old No Simple Road with the three of us just regular chilling old? doing our thing. I think it's... Well, new and improved. How about yeah. It was, Pumped yeah, up. Hyped it is up. Christmas week, so... Yeah, yeah it's special. A little thoughtful little cheer, Christmas special story. little joy. Stuff. So let's do the business and get them to Paul. How about that? Yeah. The business? Yeah. business. Follow Paul. us on all the social media platforms at No Simple Road. Go to www.nosimpleroad.com and make sure to sign up for the newsletter. I am going to have something special coming for you guys that are part of the newsletter here in the new year. Um, our outfitter is... Eno Eagles Nest Outfitter. They Eno. they we outfit the No Simple Road camps at festivals, and we have something really special coming for you guys. I can't tell you yet what it is, but just know that you should sign up for the newsletter because I'm going to have a little post Christmas New Year gift for you in there, and you are going to want. I'm excited. It. I don't even know. I didn't tell I you know, yet. This did is I the first? I oh, heard so of yeah, it. going to be dope. All right. Um. Yeah. Wow. So do that, and also end of the year has some added expense for no simple road and our coffers are a little low and we need your help. So please, I'm asking you, you know, if you have a little extra Christmas cash laying around, you can do a PayPal one-time gift at no simple road at gmail.com on PayPal. Um, but if you want to sign up monthly, it's through the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash no simple road. That's how we pay for the show. Um, end of the year, we got to pay for the taxes for the business. And all the expenses that come along with running a show like this. And if we want to keep bringing you guys guests like Paul, then uh, we need your help. So yeah, Patreon, patreon.com <laughs> forward slash no simple road. Also, you can call into the tepid line at 971-808-1524. Mel, what is that number?
1: 971-808-1524.
0: Yeah, it's a Google voice line. So you That's can leave right, a three is. minute message. Or nine three minute messages, or three three minute messages. It's up to you. I don't care. Whatever you want, go on there and tell us what you're grateful for at the end of the year and what you're looking for. It's so fun
2: to listen to. It is so fun because there's, if anybody is familiar with these, you get a transcript.
0: No, those are equally as fun uh,
2: uh, of the voicemail, which we always read first, which are just hilarious because it always gets it wrong, kind of like voice texting. And then we get to listen to it back and hear your wonderful voice. Pretty
0: amazing. And if you want to do something for us that doesn't cost any money, please go on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five star review, not a one star review, a five star review. (laughs) I would appreciate that. Well,
1: you know what? I'm grateful for the one star. I was thinking about this today. We got a, our one our yeah. first one star review. Yeah. And it's I feel like it's legitimate to that person. Sure. Oh, absolutely. They're, they're and, entitled
0: to their opinion and for, then for it, real.
1: It made me proud that we don't make everybody happy. That's a good who, thing. Who
0: told us that if we aren't getting negative reviews, we're doing it right? I
2: heard that many times. It's not, That's
1: not that, that I a want a show that. business thing. I don't no. want that, but it's like that person still was listening. Yeah true they're listening yeah. to and if,
2: and if you're listening again to us reach out to us I, you know one one star it kind of kind of hurts but we're
0: open to discussion it, it, man. it didn't
1: i i didn't feel it that way this time
0: no it didn't it didn't <clears throat> piss me off or I was make like, me that's, sad
1: that's an opinion that totally. somebody has aaron you shared your opinion
0: yeah i'm allowed and you're allowed to exactly too. so but
1: exactly
0: point is if you want to do something nice yeah nice for no simple road you can leave us a five star on apple Podcast. Go on there. We we need one for Christmas time. You know, yeah. a little, Hey, we love no simple road. You guys are awesome or whatever you want to say. And then on with your day. We're, you can, gonna
1: read we're, re- wow, we're not going to read that. Sorry. I, I yawned into, <laughs> into we're not going to read that review.
0: No, we're not. We're going to move on with the show. <laughs> okay. And uh, yeah, so that's Apple podcasts and the review thing and all the wonderful things. And remember that no simple road is part of Osiris media. And there's a whole Woo-hoo. bunch of podcasts on there that you could be listening to because you Shout probably are RJB. into a lot of the same things. That those podcasts do their shows about. So, yeah. Ready? Yep. Let's Ready. Get, hey, oh, yeah. Last thing don't forget to hang out after the interview. All right. Here we go. Without further ado, the No Simple Rogue crew gives you Paul Hoffman. Hoffman.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, thanks for agreeing to do it at all, even and you didn't even know what you were getting into. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. Especially on a evening.
0: Yeah, man. I'm Aaron. By the way, I'm the one that's been bugging you for the past four
1: months.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's our conductor.
1: And this is Mel. Aaron and I are married, and then we have.
2: And then I'm Apple. I'm best best friend since we were twelve, doing this shit together, man.
4: Hey, awesome, man. That's a long time.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. Thirty yeah, I'm fifty two. He just turned fifty a week ago or so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How's Congrats. your night? How's your night going, Paul?
5: Pretty good. you Pretty home, good home with the
0: family a little bit.
5: Home with big day of chores, man. Big day of chores.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: uh, those are good those are good days, man. Especially when you haven't been
3: home.
4: You know, I got a lot of like uh pre cold weather projects done outside. Two big projects. Where and, where uh, are, it, are you? Like I'm in Denver. Oh, okay. okay. It was like 60 plus, 65 today. And then in like a 90 minutes, it drops like 40 degrees. Oh so I guess I timed it good.
0: We're in Portland and we have the same thing. Like you'll have a tornado and then it'll be like a hundred degrees and then it'll hail. It's, it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so Paul, man, like I told you in the email, um, 2021 for us has been the year of green sky. Um, mm-hmm. you guys ushered us back into live music and, uh, at the pick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. At the
4: pick came, came out to the Northwestern summit thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I am just blown away by you guys. We, we, um, traveled to red rocks to see you and,
1: uh, what? Wow. What? Yeah. red rocks
2: was a religious experience yeah well
1: i mean i think anything there but because of i was just reading about monument and that song specifically such a powerful song for us to hear at the like he said ushering us in back to live Mm -hmm. music and everything and that it was some some kind of experience whatever religious, spiritual, whatever you want to, any kind- an experience, but it was something that for coming back from something that we all were collectively feeling, so to hear those lyrics and then specifically you, Paul, like your voice like pierces through this kind of like invisible veil that really gets to the heart of like the person, you know, and so I was so grateful to be able to see as a first show and then going to red rocks and experiencing that and so excited that i'm new at at what you guys like we get to like now experience all of your your upcoming stuff and go back and research and like just from a fan perspective thank you and i just appreciate everything that you all are doing all of you just fantastic
5: thank you
2: Thank you yeah. very much. Can, yeah, man. can I can I I want I want to share a little a little tidbit for you because this just has to come up during this when we were at Red Rocks. Oh, shit, one of and this goes to something Melanie said. I wanted to tell this if you don't mind. We we were having a great time with family and friends and everything, and in the middle of one of your jams, she looks at all of us and with the most exuberant voice, like yells at us. She goes. Paul is slaying that little instrument. <laughs> <laughs> he is slaying that. and we, it, It's a thing that st- we just constantly joke about, but it is, I mean, to watch you playing that thing, it, and especially uh, Sunday night, that Sunday night closer with you up there with everybody in Red Rocks mm. and having Holly join you too. Oh just, I mean, it, it fun, goosebumps man. right now just thinking about you, it again.
0: You know, Paul, I wanted to ask mm. you too, like from from the fans' perspective, Like I said, we've seen you a bunch of times this year and, and you guys are fucking amazing on your own, but then you add Holly to the mix and it becomes something else for us. And I'm wondering if for you guys on stage, is it that same experience? Is it elevating the whole thing for you too?
4: Uh, yeah, most definitely. We just did a round of shows with her, 10 shows, uh, over two weekends um, and it was incredible. It's unlike anything we've ever done as a band before. Um you know, like we've worked with producers for like a record or something, mm-hmm. often friends of ours. So in that sense, we sort of bring another musical mind into the into the uh into the game. Uh, but she's unlike anyone I've ever played music with. She's so freaking talented. um and also to beyond her talent, just seemingly really aligned with how we like to make music um and, and it's a real natural fit it, it was it was just really incredible i felt like it was all the sets with her were fantastic and then all the sets without her were also fantastic mm-hmm. because it elevated us uh it was really educational and like there was so much it, with playing two sets a night and then playing the whole second set with her it felt like every night the first set had to really uh we had to really like say who we were in half as much time, you know, like I'm Mm -hmm. grateful that we're this two set band that gets like all this, we get a lot of time to say our piece, right. You know, like bands, pop bands that go out and they do like a 90 minute polished set that's constructed and they play the same set every night or something. That's their, how they get their point across. We have a lot of leeway with how long we play, you know, we can throw something out there that might totally flop. And we still have a lot of other somethings to come also <laughs> with you know yeah. but uh with having her play the whole second set it would be like writing the first sets I'd be like, okay, we gotta really bang this hard yeah. right and knowing that we were gonna be, hit it even harder with her too so I, I just meant for it led to this escalation of music, man it was really really fun i uh, the weekend after she left the tour. We went home and played in Kalamazoo. We hadn't played there in two years. And I kept thinking to myself, it's going to be relaxing to be on stage and not have to be winging the arrangements. Right. It was a way I really had to be on our toes every night. We couldn't rehearse everything with her either. So a lot of it was done on the fly or done via conversation and not rehearsal. Uh, and then I, I, was, I thought I'd be relieved to just be the five of us and not have to be so on my toes. But I found myself being like, oh, man, I wish...
0: <laughs> I, wish <Holly. laughs> I wish
4: Holly was about to take this, take the lead in this jam right now.
0: Wow! Maybe found a it was a, fun a piece that that really needs fun. to be put in there once in a while. You never know. You know?
4: Yeah, pretty, I'm pretty grateful to be able to play music with her, and would happily do it as often as possible. She was just in Denver last night, and I'm sad I didn't get to go mm-hmm. hang out with her. But
0: you know, watching the dynamic between you and her specifically. I'm thinking of the set at Red Rocks. You could, you could physically see the, the energy going between you guys and like watching you play, I could see it lifting you off the floor, like literally lifting you off the floor. And from a fan's perspective, like that's the thing that we're hoping for at shows. You know what I mean? Like we're hoping for those moments that, lift us up off the floor. And, but I will say this too, man, you know, you, you mentioned like falling on your face out there. We like those moments too. Cause that means you're fucking going for it. Right. If you're going to eat shit on stage, you you better be going for it when you do it. And that I dig that. Like I'm, I'm with you a hundred percent when that happens.
4: Yeah, man. I always to kind of tell myself personal mantra. Like if you really want to like push the, push the line, you have to be willing to cross it okay. to know where, you know, mm. uh, I went to see Bail Fleck last night in Denver. Wow. That's the first time I've been on to a show. And you know, as you said, a long time, you know, even at festivals and stuff that we've been playing, we haven't been doing that. Uh, we're trying to use the utmost caution, to, uh, too much excessive caution just to try and keep a tour on the road or whatnot. I um, mean, it all kind of restarted again at that Portland show too. We were like, free and nilly and things were back to normal and then suddenly that was the weekend that it became the road to red rock so it's interesting that you were at both sides of that yeah you mentioned the release it was that like portland's when we found out we had to start being really careful again in order to preserve our red rock show so when we made it to the red rock show it was
1: like yes. <laughs> oh. yeah wow
4: but uh i guess i forget what point i was making um well i went and saw Bela fleck and my Bluegrass Heart, which is like the Telluride House Band, who I've had the privilege of seeing for a lot of years for the one gig they play per year because we get to play Telluride every year. But I I couldn't miss this show because they like those guys haven't been on a bus like that together or even some of them individually like that just in so long. Right. COVID aside, uh you know, no disrespect. There's some. They're geezers now. <laughs> legends, <laughs> legends, you know? But I was watching this. I went by myself. Um, and I can't, I can't remember last so much of to a concert by myself. Like, there's a social function surrounds it with our scene and with me is for music, too. If I'm going to a show, I'm usually getting four tickets and finding some friends to go with and we're making a thing of it. Went by myself and like, they, that music that Baylor wrote for that record is complicated. It's like chamber music. And it's like, to watch all those guys up there, like on the front edge of their, you're about to raise your hand. What? Where... Oh, it's to do telling me some auto thing. Cause of my hand gesture
3: no.
5: to watch. All...
4: <laughs> I was just making my point too, And I was like, is it am I did lose connection no. uh, to watch all those guys on like the front of their ability or something. Like they're all like really focused, playing complicated music. And like, there were a couple mistakes. Um, but to see that was like really inspiring for me. Um, you know, I've seen Sam Bush play Sam Bush music so many times, like he's not even thinking anymore. He's just up there like a conduit for his craft. But those guys were up there with their brains in the game. Even Bela who wrote it, I was close enough to like see all these face contortions when he was like playing these really hard things. And I'm like, wow, just like watching people challenge themselves. As you say, like the, you know, the lack of fear to maybe fail to play, play something so hard and to go for it so big that you know, it might not work out.
0: Well, I mean, it's anyway. like, it's like the, it. well, man, it's like that with, I think about like the X games, like skateboarding, you know, those guys aren't going small when they're on those big ass ramps and dropping in on that shit. They're, they're going for it. It's balls out all the way. And I, I think that's the thing that attracted me early on to the Grateful Dead and, and to fish and mm-hmm. to all, you know, the music that we all love and seeing it happen in real time you know is there's there's nothing like that and i i wonder with you guys too man like i think i i feel like green sky is a genre unto itself of course you're bluegrass band but it's 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 definitely a unique thing and obviously there's evolution and everything but I'm just curious with you guys like sitting down to start the band, was it just to start a traditional bluegrass band and this is what happened over the evolution or was there, was there intention in, in how you guys are now?
4: Uh, Both, I think sort of, Um, I I don't think we ever wanted to be a traditional band, but like when we started playing, we were learning bluegrass and we wanted to play bluegrass and we were honoring it and we were pretty content and entertained by playing a lot of straight ahead bluegrass and then pretty quickly it got to this point where we were like we sort of became a jam band a bluegrass jam band out of like necessity or like to cut the fat somehow like we play two bluegrass songs like pig in a pen and hit parade back to back it's the same damn song like those are all the same songs and i was like what if we just take solos that are twice as long (laughs) <laughs> but we only play one of those songs so that we don't have to be like, cause for us, like the mixing up the set list, I think really early on, it became clear that like, we were going to play these different types of like rhythmic feels or something. We play straight ahead, bluegrass, and then put this back chop funky thing. Like some of those textures that exist in the green scale world that is like, in my mind, there's like a couple different variations of like how we could sound uh, very like rock and roll forward or back chop, funky or straight ahead bluegrass all those different little things and we'd mix those up on the set list so it was like hard to play a couple bluegrass songs in a row because it just felt redundant right um so to, to replace that we just <laughs> do redundant 10-minute jams over <laughs> the... but like uh, i don't think and then i guess from there original music just like we became better and better at expressing ourselves with our instruments mm. in a way that was more about us and not about bluegrass i guess uh and there's we're challenged by like what else can we do with these instruments like what else can my mandolin accomplish and
2: well then then you bring in the health, healthy dose that we love of like like psychedelia mixed into it too i mean some of those solos and stuff i mean it gets heavy and dark and scary but fun, and it's like holy shit! It like take you, you guys. We we listen to all the bluegrass, but you guys, we've all said take us to a different place, like like deep in the swamps of like the mountains and the Ozarks or something. It has that that, that grittiness, grittiness it's to like, it.
4: I like that you think it's scary. I want it to be scary. It, it is
2: um, scary, scary.
4: absolutely. Like, I'm not sure if that comes from like weird fish or like too much Pink Floyd. I like. Right. I had a pretty quintessential first viewing of The Wall that was like, also like one of the worst overindulgent nights of my life. You know what I'm saying? Bad I, hear dream. You. I hear you. And why I chose to watch The Wall, I was all huddled up in my friend's sister's basement, hiding from whoever I thought was coming to get me. Like I was having some weird parents. And I watched The Wall. Uh, and wow. Yeah, like Pink Floyd's pretty big for me. And it's like some of that, that shit's scary. Fuck like, yeah. The final- yeah like listening to the final cut while I'm cruising around in my high school car. Like that is not,
3: wow. that is. That's some depressing, dark. Yeah, shit, shit. heavy yeah. shit.
4: For 16 year old to be like bumping. <laughs> 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 oh man. I said sick lunch break. Listen to Gunner's dream. And like twice <laughs> got some Arby's. I smoked another fatty and
0: <laughs> contemplated my existence. Yes. Uh, me yeah. too, man. A hundred percent. I think that's like, the reason I went on tour with the Dead, like that, that like I walked into my first show not knowing the Dead. I got like, "Hey man, come see this band with us, and we'll puddle you in the lot," kind of thing. And it was the fucking most terrifying experience I ever had in my life. And I was like, "I want to do that again, like all the time." <laughs> I'm, I'm in. Yeah, and you guys do have that element, and it's and-
1: definitely your voice too. Your yeah. voice what i was saying earlier because it comes out of nowhere but then it sounds like your best friend but kind of contorted and convoluted (laughs) but also very hopeful and it's all at the same time and the best way like the best descriptive um that i found is like haunting Mm. but haunting doesn't always mean like bad like You can be haunted by, like, somebody that you used to love, and so it brings up these memories, but maybe it's, like I said, kind of twisted and a little bit weird, but what it really does is it grips you and it makes you listen. Yes. And that's, like, as your daughter, oh, my gosh, I bet she listens to you like that. (laughs) He's like, no. Or maybe she's got it's not it's not her kryptonite or something. You know? says,
4: no dada.
1: Very no, well. Dada. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, well, I th- thank you for the compliment. Um, I I myself imagine it or like conceive it like working that way. Like somehow the psychedelic eeriness and just the energy that creates a it creates like a safe place for the participant for all of us myself included and then like mix in some pretty like heavy emotional content lyrically or something like and, and hopefully honest like lyrical content like whether or not it's like real deep or not it's just honest some of it's for fun and stupid like the song before the it's just dumb but it's fun uh and then some of it's like really heavy like leap year or something like that and it's like the, that that's psychedelic space like it creates a safe place to confront some of those feelings for me what i hope for fans like you find yourself sort of like indulging in a really great time but then thinking about some lyrical content that's like wow that's like heavy and deep and dark and then hopefully the mix of those two things can help i mean i'm i I just say hopefully it can help i really just want people the music to be enjoyable and good or whatever i'm not trying to achieve some higher like psychotherapy for my fans or something like that but i imagine that those two things combine for i don't know
1: well you create the space for it certainly you know like maybe that's not your intention to have like this you know backwards kind of like psychedelic you know imprint or anything but because yeah. your voice is powerful and because the music is gritty and kind of like I mean, you guys. I don't know what to. I don't know how to describe what you guys do. It's something special. I know we
2: mentioned it too. Something you guys do is what we all look for when we go to a show. We've all been to hundreds of shows. You want to be transported somewhere else. Yes. You don't want to be. I don't want to be at the Crystal Ballroom watching you play. I mean, that's where we're at. And of course, I want to go there and see you. But you leave there. You transport to like Green Sky Bluegrass Land. Yeah, and if that space isn't
0: safe, you're not. You're not doing that. And I, I really do like. Hearing you say that, Paul, is really cool, man, because one hundred percent that is the feeling that as as fans that we have is that safe space to Yeah. I know I know at a Green Sky show I can I can go out. And it's okay. And I got my family with me, and you guys are taking care of me and everything's gonna be. And we cool. know what kind of family is gonna be yeah, there. Yeah, Might be weird, <laughs> might get dark, but hey, it's <laughs> cool. And I you know, even like at red rocks i knew it was gonna be special it was our first time ever at red rocks i've been going to shows for 30 years i don't know why i've never been to red rocks before i've never been that was my first time i knew it was going to be awesome and and what is a city without its music You guys, man, the the songs that you did from Stress Dreams there mm. y- you talk about heavy lyrical content. It, it was um monumental <laughs> 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 to to not be cheesy, but it was. It was monumental. And uh I'm really curious, man, like the name of the album really, I think says it all, but I'm gonna ask the dumb question anyway, like is this music that is born out of lockdown and the pandemic only, or is this stuff that was written prior?
4: Both. Uh, not only, so I guess not both. Um, some of the material existed before, um, and a lot of it reshaped, like for myself, <clears throat> a couple songs. The, I usually, the way I write is I'll, whatever amount of an idea I come up with, I capture usually with a recording and sometimes it's just like a verse and a chorus. And then often because we're so busy, um, I don't, finishing is like an editorial process for me. That's different. Like I find inspiration and direction out of wherever. Um, but there were like a couple, we were supposed to record work on the record and we we needed to finish songs. So some songs were written purely in that time. Um, but then a couple that I had sort of come up with before I finished um, with like contextual, I'd be sitting here thinking about it. I'd be like, what about that one idea? And then I'd revisit it and I would find some relevance to the, my current situation, you know, like last summer sitting in my house every day. <laughs> uh, so some of the, as you asked, some of the songs that were written like before the COVID lockdown loss of gigs time period of my life happened, changed and redeveloped around that Uh, and then we recorded it all during that time too uh we and we were planning to anyway but it it changed because the record became the only thing we had to do uh and we spent a lot more time on it than we probably would have and we just experimented a lot like more than we ever have because we had so much damn time and we were so just like relieved to be together making music there was like this the whole time i still think about like how it was like a symbol of hope you know we were pretty frustrated and discouraged and it was a lot of like what's going to happen we have no idea but the idea that we would somehow be making a new record Like, showed a a sign of faith that there would still be people to listen to our band. We would still go out and play the record. We didn't know when or where or how or why, but we were like, well, make music. That's what we do. Mm. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. Don't stop. Yeah. Don't stop creating. Paul,
0: this may seem like a dumb question, but I know that in the midst of all that shit that we all went through, and in a lot of ways, we're still in it. Um, I'm so fucking grateful that live music is back, but in the midst of all that shit, I think besides the frustration and the, and the uncertainty, there was like a a certain level of fear involved. Not, I'm not talking about like fear of getting sick. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like fear of uh, at, at At one point i was like i don't know if live music's ever coming back i don't know if we're ever going to get to do the thing that we love ever again did you go through any
3: of that
4: um i think for me the fear was more about people's desires changing i i mean I, i always thought live music was i was never scared that live music wouldn't come back realistically um i was more scared that we might not want to do it anymore or people might not want to go do it anymore. Or like our, like, you know, so much of what we developed over the 20 years or 15 years we were touring was like a snowball rolling down a hill, you know, like just like momentum and inertia and like catching ourselves you know like like we're running downhill like quick avoid that rock blah blah blah. and suddenly we stopped and it was like it changed the perspective of everything for me like the value of being away from my family like there were times I just like loved being home and I have a young daughter and I was like maybe I don't want to go out there and do it like that anymore at the same time I was like god I miss being out there doing it like (laughs) that but I was having these thoughts in my head of like, what do I want? It's, it, do I need to reassess what I've chosen for my life? Um, and those things scared me the most. Dude. Oh.
0: Yeah. I so, and, I so relate like, to
4: that. I, like I was away from my, my bandmates for longer than I ever had been. You mm-hmm. know, like I, it's like when you grow up with your family, you have to get along with your brother cause you live with him mm-hmm. and then you become 18 and you leave your house or whatever age you need. And then you realize, like, you don't have to be friends with your brother if he's an asshole.
3: <laughs> like, you, can, you, can
4: choose, you can choose to be friends with other people who are nice to you, and you can call those people your brothers.
3: like. The, like yeah, yeah. You know? whoa, so whoa.
4: suddenly I was like away from my bandmates, and I was like, "Wow. What if I don't want to be friends with those assholes anymore?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit! I'm glad you are. (laughs) Shit, yeah. Uh,
4: I'm joking, sorta too, but you know, no. uh, Those those kind of thoughts were the most scary for me. I knew that the industry would recover. I mean, and that's still struggling to be clear, but
3: yeah, we
0: will get there. That that piece is gonna. We're gonna be okay. I really, I think so, man. But I. I relate with what you're saying a thousand percent like,
2: and there was some damage done. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, there was a lot of stock taken. We were going a thousand miles an hour, the three of us. Like we were at every fucking festival and just partying really hard and going and, Mm -hmm. and then everything stopped. And it was like all of my clothes in the closet didn't make sense anymore. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? You know, it, it, there's nobody here in the house to show that I like green sky bluegrass. Why am I going to wear my green sky bluegrass shirt? You know, what does it matter? And, uh, stopping to take stock of literally everything. And, and like you said, doing what you're passionate about and it you're running downhill after it, same with us, we're doing what we're passionate about and it's just happening. And then it's like, Oh fuck we do a music podcast and music is not happening right now. And what, what do we do?
4: The podcast existed before. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: yeah we've been going five it's, years.
4: I'm sorry. I didn't do a bunch of research into your, uh, it's, no, not really, you no, know, no. Paul,
1: it's cool that that way, because this is exactly how we like it. We're just random people. We just happen to talk to some really incredibly talented guests and are able to, through our medium, share how awesome the people we think are great to you know a little bit deeper so we love your album but who are you and yeah. what kind of happened during the pandemic or you talked about your daughter blah 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 it gives us that much more insight to that beautiful song or that much more it makes excitement the about the ticket that you get to go see you next week and it gives people maybe who never would have heard about you an opportunity to hear about you because they like the interview
0: And it also deepens the experience of going to see the music after you get to know the people that are playing it a little bit. Cause now you're, you're rooting for your friend, Paul, you know what I mean? And, and it's like fucking go, what's this song
1: they keep talking about monument. Let me hear that song. We've had so many people talk about, wow, you've turned us on to this, that, and the other. That's like kind of my proudest moment is when we actually get to talk to these amazing artists and then an entire new subset of people are going to check, check out. them and out
2: then, and then our fate is also getting turned on we've been doing this long enough that a lot of local but not just local all over the country are reaching out to us now like we've listened to you for years would you let us come on your show and it's like there's nothing we love more okay. than promoting new bands and new music and learning about new music
0: but the, awesome. yeah but the point was like you know it, having everything just stop like that man and like having to reevaluate everything it, it did do some damage, I think in, in, in a lot of ways, because when you're just running down the Hill, you're not having, you don't have time to stop and think you don't have time to assess. And like you said, I sh- shit, I hur- sure hope I'm still want to be friends with these guys when this is done. And, uh, I think as a, like, you take the whole jam band community as a thing and whatever that is. Going back to shows, I know that like when we went to the pick and party. It was our first show back and we we're all super excited to go and get there. And like the first day was a little odd. It was weird. We, we were socially awkward. Didn't know like, how to fucking like feel. Like
2: I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> this is weird. i am become a hermit. We were getting mel said it about a year and she's like i'm getting to be fine with not going to shows and i don't like that
1: yeah yeah I, I,
4: that's, that, that's a feeling i was talking about
1: i yeah. i recognize that because i felt like we're fine we, we nothing's happened to us we're not dead we're not listening to live music and we're fine but i for real didn't realize that my attitude just wasn't as elevated i just wasn't as optimistic i was but like you know if there's percentages it definitely was degrading and i'll tell you what really did it was having burl over oh shit yeah having um benny burl galloway over here and talking to him and seeing his excitement about everything that was going on about going to the spot and and picking out the spot and then seeing nothing and setting up the stage and cooking and his excitement of getting it back is really kind of like what kind of pulled me out of that funk of like what he's talking about, like damage if done, you know, like this the the fear that took over or the the social anxiety or awkwardness or whatever. Our desires changing. His I don't know why it was his. He's got such a Burl's big a energy, badass, that's but what. yeah, he was just so optimistic yeah. and it was amazing. How how did you guys meet, Burl?
4: uh Anders who our Dover player was in a band with Burrow when we met Anders.
3: Oh um, really?
4: Yeah, we and we played we played shows with them. We shared a I think we shared a booking agent at the time or our booking agent in Colorado was familiar with them cuz they were a Colorado band. Right. Um I don't know that I don't think maybe they were booked by the same agent. But yeah, we played a couple shows with them. Um and
0: the rest is history.
4: Did the song thing with Burl, started playing some Burl tunes. Um, Then Burl didn't want to continue with that project or that project couldn't carry on and Anders solicited us to join our band and that's how we had met him. So Wow.
1: Wow. Burl
4: comes as kind of Anders you know stepfather from the past or something.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's
3: cool. Right on.
4: (laughs) I I had a Burl experience too in May. I played some shows and then or went to a show and sat around in a cabin and heard Burl pick and it was like hit my soul in a hard way right. and like got some grief for my wife from staying out real late and getting real lit and I was like <laughs> something was just happening to me in that cabin I was just quietly sitting there watching Burl play and just getting like like you said he was like pulling it was like making me realize. I had been listening to music and watching stuff at home and making music, but like something to what happens when you go see live music, where you allow yourself to forget about your responsibilities
3: yes. and like
4: you add some value to the moment for yourself to like, to just enjoy the moment has value. And, and if you're at a concert that's long, it's going to be three hours of moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and th- that was really hard to do without live music. Throughout the pandemic, you know, like at home with nothing to do. Mm -mm. Somehow there was so much to do. All those things you had never done, all those (laughs) chores that were neglected, and you couldn't not trim the flowers in the front yard because you look at them every damn day. Uh, They were fine (laughs) years prior when I was gone for two weeks at a time and no one was trimming them. I wasn't here to look (laughs) at them and worry about it. But somehow with nothing to do, there was no time to do anything. And music, any kind of entertainment, art, whatever, conversation with friends like this, it uh, just kind of allows you to prioritize the moment over your chores or tasks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. let go.
0: That's, that's the key right there is I think the, in the letting go, man, because you know even, even in the best of times when things are going great and there's no pandemic and everything is cool we carry a lot of shit with us, man. We, you know, we have a lot of, I don't know about you, but there's a lot of demons running around in this head and there's a lot of things that happen and,
1: and expectations and it, all and- of it,
0: all of it. And yeah, th- those, man. yeah, those, those moments of being able to connect and like in that connection, let go and be free. That's, that's where the fucking steam lets out of the pressure cooker, man. Otherwise that, that pot's going to blow.
4: Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Yeah.
0: Hundred percent. I so we're looking at the release of Stress Dreams when
4: uh, January eighteenth. I think it is eighteenth or twenty second. One of those dates. All right. Up in that window. I think it's twenty second, maybe. Whatever the Friday is. Okay.
0: So in this weird space that we're in right now, I mean, typically you release an album and you go do a big tour and you know that's the thing how is it different now for you or is it's it? it's not
4: okay it's not actually like, because we have a gigantic tour booked um stuff to see what that know what that's going to look like um you know we were we've been successful so far by being really careful and just ultimately like really quarantined um spending a lot of time Spend a lot of time together. It's just a band, you know. As I mentioned, do I still want to be friends with those assholes? Uh, you know, this run with Holly. Like we we we're not doing anything. We're not going to dinner. We're not seeing people, and we're not hanging out. So, like after the show, it's just like the five of us in the bus. Our crew like working, tear everything down with the local crew. But like then, we're trying to stay away from the local crew, just to minimize exposure or whatnot. And you know, we're in master on the local crew. So we go to the bus and it's our sanctuary we'd take our masks off and eat cereal and shit. But it's just like every night it would just be the five of us in there. And we were like, this is weird. Kind <laughs> <of sucks>. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it hasn't been like that in a long time because we've, uh, we've been at it a while we have a lot, we all have a lot of friends out there and a lot of those friends are mutual. So we run off and do stuff and socialize and yada, yada. But, um, yeah, we have a whole tour booked, like more than we've played in a really long time, New wow. Year's through like mid March.
3: Oh, wow.
2: Okay. I saw that show. Uh, I that's saw New awesome. Year's, you're playing with Sam Bush. and
4: Yep. We got Sam coming up. We just did a show with Sam in Nashville, too. Um, love that we're going to do that. That's it's awesome.
0: That's, that's a hell of a New Year's. If we weren't going to be at Madison Square Garden, i go see. You'll have fun. Yeah, oh yeah. I've never been to New York City. That was, but that was my fiftieth birthday present from her.
1: Yeah. So. Awesome, Paul. This is going to be our Christmas episode um, for the show, and so I just wanted to ask you. You said you have a little daughter. Oh, the weather outside. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's not what I was going to ask, but dang, you're oh, on no, it. No. You're on it, on it. How do you celebrate Christmas, especially with a little baby girl?
4: uh well that's an evolving evolving process this year we're driving to iowa where my wife's family lives um they were gonna fly here but we decided to drive there <laughs> uh, it's funny because all the gifts have been shipped here already so i'm just gonna tote them in my van to <laughs> iowa I'll open them there and then tote them home um yeah we do the family thing it's been it's really been rotating a lot with the different families and so we don't have a set tradition of okay. sorts but
0: yeah just the typical christmas thing
4: yeah just family and kind of non-secular
1: right on. You know, celebration. Christ,
4: Santa Claus or Jesus Christ kind of thing <laughs> but uh kind of
1: both
0: <laughs> I live with Santa year-round So yeah like, ho, ho, ho.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, baby
4: I went real big last year with Christmas lights on my house yeah
3: you
4: know, we didn't have anything to do you know like on a ladder like scary style <laughs> uh but I'm not even putting them up this year. I installed all the hooks so, and then labeled them when I took them down so that I can, I'm not normally like that.
0: Well, I was going to say, dude, are you, are you that guy?
4: <laughs> no, not <laughs> normally. But, uh, but the, the funny part is the follow through is I'm not putting them up this year. It is. Obviously <laughs> we're going to mostly be gone, but they'll still, the hooks are still there and they're yeah. still labeled. So if next year we have a bunch of time off, I'll put them up. They're ready to go.
0: <laughs> right on. I don't know if you'll be able to answer this or not, but, um, cause I haven't seen the lineup. Uh, are you guys going to be at summit? Uh, I don't know
4: what's going on with that.
3: Okay. I'm
4: right. not able to close. Anything from- <laughs> I,
0: I, yeah. yeah. I didn't, I I couldn't remember if like there was old lineup left. Babe, he uh, said, no. no, I know. I know.
4: <laughs> you know, I don't remember if there's old lineup left either. I, if there is a string summit, I would bet it's a pretty sure bet that we're going to be there. Okay. Yeah. But I can't remember what that means. Exactly.
0: Right on. Right on. I, uh, we had the f- fortune, I, like, two years in, yeah, two years into doing this, I I reached out to Sky and was like, hey, we have this podcast, and I would love to be the official podcast of Northwest String Summit. And uh, b- amazingly, he hit me back and was like, yeah, let's talk. And just like that, we became that. And, man, that that festival is Something special that that place is hollow ground. Man. And Sky and that whole team, or something special.
2: Yeah,
4: it's the great, it's a great place. I saw Adam from yonder today in my backyard. Actually, what? his wife, his wife's son is my neighbor. So I was do as I mentioned, doing all those winter chores in my yard, and Adam walked up. So him and I, him and I chatted for a while in the driveway today. Oh, it
0: was nice.
3: Hey, all right, hey, man. Well,
0: Paul, I uh. Again, I want to say thanks, man, for, um, for filling our hearts up this year, brother. Yeah. It's uh it was, it was yeah. sorely fucking needed. And you guys were the ones that, that came and did the job and, and just tons and, of gratitude to you guys, man.
1: And technically finishing out the year, this yeah. is our Christmas episode. So you started it and ended it. And that's a pretty good bookend in a kind of creepy, weird <laughs> Haunting, <laughs>
3: <Off the real laughs> let's, go have,
4: let's go have some more years. Maybe twenty twenty two will be a little more, a little more social. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, I think everyone keeps saying more normal, but let's just call it more social so, and I, see what that. I'm like down, that. With, I'm that, that, I'm down with that,
2: Paul. I'll yeah.
1: freaking sign that petition. One, one last
2: <laughs> thing I wanted to throw in. I was going to say earlier. Just take a second because when we were at Red Rocks on Sunday night, I don't know if you knew this happened or anything, but during Railroad Earth plane, One of the highlights of that night was when we were all dancing and singing and everything. And then we realized everybody's pointing up at the screen and we saw you and your daughter down on the side of the stage dancing. I don't think Railroad Earth realized that the entire Red Rocks, all of a sudden amphitheater was watching you and your daughter (laughs) instead of the band for a moment. But it was the most (laughs) precious thing ever to see that.
4: Oh, thank you. It was really (laughs) special for us because we weren't sure what it looked like to have her there we, you know, after three, being the luckily we were there for three days. So by day three, we felt like we could manage a safe protocol for her to get in and out and stuff. And my other bandmates' kid too was there. We're gonna spend some time with them in Mexico. It's been good to,
3: oh
1: yeah,
4: get the families back together again.
2: And oh, it was good to see that. Yeah. Feels
1: somewhat yeah. normal. That's right, man. Yeah.
4: I, I for- it was oh. nice. Like for us, it was nice to be away from each other. But as we were watching our children grow old without each other, Mm-mm. without. You know each other's children. Yeah, that would be kind of a bummer sometimes. So we're correcting that, correcting that uh, absence, and getting the kids together and stuff has been pretty great. A yeah. lot less
0: so. bummers in twenty two. That's that's what we'll say. Less bummers you, in twenty two. That's the
2: slogan. Are you, are you going with the whole family down to Mexico to get a little warmth? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
0: It's Hell, good yeah. to yeah. see Annabelle back at work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> jumping up and down and.
4: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I spend a lot of time with her. She's a good friend of mine here.
0: So she's been really sweet to us, man. We spent some time with her in Vegas. Yeah, for, Vegas yeah, Halloween. Halloween for fish. And she's she's been in our corner, man. And yeah. uh, it's good to see her back at it and and you guys going down there. I before we go, you guys are playing three nights, but you have a night off in between, right? Down there? Is that right?
4: We play two nights. Oh. And then we play like a pool set on one of our days off.
0: Oh, that's so you get a chance to chill out and like relax and see music.
4: Yeah, I will get to see some music. It turns into like, you know, running around and preparing with the, like everybody's cross mingling. So right. it turns into a lot of uh, work, uh, which I'm very excited for. I picked okay. up a set with some friends, Lindsay, uh, Lindsay Lou, and Andy Dunnigan from the Smokies and myself are going to do a little thing with my bass player, Mike Duvall. Uh and just yeah, that's all gonna be really
0: fun. Yeah. I'm jealous you have the coolest job on the planet, man. (laughs) (laughs) Paul, it's good to meet you, man. And and hopefully we get to say hi at Summit and things are a little more social. We can give you a high five and a hug, man.
4: Hug some strangers, man. That's what I'm on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm All
0: right. Travel safe, man, and and uh thanks for doing this with us, Paul.
4: Take care, thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. Talk to you soon, man.
0: Later.
5: See me planted They it same same, will take a single one for granted Could all be gone in the blink of an eye Can't stop the weep, no matter how like rain. Don't know what you're holding when it's right Solid ground, it's not where we were standing. Thought I was flying, I was falling to the ground. Right.
0: You have it. What do you think? I loved it. Yeah. What do you think, Mel?
1: I absolutely loved it too.
0: Yeah. I, what a sweet human being, man. And what a real dude. Like, there's no, he's not putting on any fucking airs for anybody. He was hanging out, having some wine and doing his thing. And it was really cool to get to talk to Paul. Thanks, man, for hanging out with us. That was really special for the three of us, brother. And, uh, I know that the No Simple Road family dug it too. Hey, now, No Simple Road family. Hey, it's Aaron. hey. Hey,
1: hey. hey. Welcome me. back.
0: <laughs> it's Mel. And it's Apple. And it's Christmas. And here we are. We're all together by the digital fire. And isn't it nice and warm and cozy in here inside No Simple Road land? All of us in here with the digital fire. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, man? I ain't even going to try and fucking front. This year is weird. This year yeah, is yeah, weird. Christmas weird time year. is weird this year. Mm-hmm. I had to create
1: flounce. It's like your weird cousin. You have to have them around because he's your cousin. He's so always
0: got like a booger in his he, nose.
1: Something's <laughs> going on with that cousin, whether he's like has bad breath or like the booger. There's something, you know, like something wrong. He's of like, a tattletale, whatever. Instead like, 2021,
2: <laughs> it's like 2021.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but it's like, go away. <laughs> like,
2: and we're, we're about he's about to go away
1: he's about to go away
0: i i said this in in the beginning of the show at the top of the show and i this is my like um christmas wish for for everybody out there for real like peace on earth no oh. i i hope that whoever's listening to this is right where they want to be with who they want to be with in this moment today and that this holiday doesn't suck for you. I hope that this year's holiday doesn't suck. I hope it's a thousand percent better than last year and really memorable for all of you because you know what? The last two Christmases haven't been that much fun and we deserve a fucking break, man. We, we, every single one of us that is listening to my voice right now, we all deserve a fucking break. Uh, to have our load lightened a little bit it's it's been a long road oh yeah and it hasn't been simple sorry that was cheesy but wow it you has been cheeky yes I I'm being cheeky but it, it's been weird man and it's gonna be in your bio what I'm cheeky, cheeky. <laughs> cheeky. <laughs> and it's tough and you know what all of us need a break and that's what the holidays are supposed to be it's like that time for like the collective sigh of relief
3: <sighs> yeah
0: like that man so i just hope that it's not stressful this year for you and that it's not about the gifts it's about who you're with and where you're at and that it's all good and if it I isn't think, what think, what oh, i'm sorry go ahead i just
2: i think i think i mean i like to think that people are thinking like like we had a discussion early on this month about christmas and like the meaning has changed things have become more important that weren't like it's more important being with who you want to be with and everything like that. than the consumerism of the gifts and everything like we all do that all the time. We're buying each other little tchotchkes things and more things to go on the shelves and stuff like that. And it's not, it's not the important, important thing is about being together and loving one another and stuff. Spending
1: good time together, mm -hmm. not just, in the same vicinity like good time whatever that means to you you know whether it's talking whether it's just chilling whether it's playing games i don't know like pick up
0: your thing i ain't trying to start no shit out there in in (laughs) listener land but i I have to say this too just because people are part of your family doesn't mean that you have to put up with their shit i'm gonna say this and mean it for all of you out there i'm giving you permission this year it's okay to not invite that asshole cousin of yours or to not put up with it this year. It's cool, man. We've all been through too much. It's it, you have like the hall pass of hall passes this year. It's just it's plain and simple. Like there are people in our lives that don't work out sometimes and it's okay. Yeah. It's cool. It's, it's okay to like, not have them there and, and tell them why not
1: enough of us were told that when we were younger or not enough of us were taught how to handle those things. We just had to like endure.
0: Mm-hmm. And you thought because somebody was part of your family that,
1: well, cause they weren't going to go anywhere. They, you were again, like I was talking about that cousin earlier, you're going to have, you know, your mom has a sister and your mom and sister get together for their birthday. And, So the sister's son comes and that's the pain in the butt and that's the, they're going to be in your life. So you like too bad. you got to deal with it.
0: But here's the, here's the thing that nobody tells us when we're growing up. Once you're an adult and you have your own shit and your own family, you get to make the choice on who's around you. And that's a beautiful fucking thing. It really is. You don't have to endure that. And here's the flip side of all that, that beginning with a little, um saltiness here's the the sweetness on the on the flip side
1: (laughs) no way to start the christmas episode no check it out
0: that means that you can have whoever you want around you
1: yeah check that and not enough of us were taught that either Mm -mm. like you know in high school think about high school like you just you don't want to be the unpopular kid you you want to be the kid with friends look yeah
0: yeah, we all want to have. Friends. Yeah, For we sure. want
1: to have friends. That's that bare minimum, you know. We want to like have a positive experience. Somebody says, "I want to go to high school," and it sucks, right? You know, <laughs> yeah, true, right? You you're thinking the best, and I'm don't know why i just kind of lost my train of thought there <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, i liked high school oh. what wow why? Guys. you don't want to be the kid with no friends what happened though <laughs> yeah. holy shit all right merry christmas no you know what i
1: did talk to my therapist today
0: <laughs> here's the deal man i say that because a lot of us feel a lot of pressure at the holidays and i want to alleviate that for you this year we've been through enough It's okay to invite the people that you want around you and not invite the people that you don't. And here's the other thing, like Apple said about the consumerism thing. If there is a positive to COVID and quarantine and all the bullshit that we've all endured, it's a, a taking stock of what matters. Yes. And it is definitely not a new vacuum cleaner or blender or shoes
1: unless that's really what you truly need well you you get what my point is To
2: me it's about yeah yeah it's not about that because you can't take none of that with you Mm -mm, and time is valuable and life is short and you can take good memories and love and all that
0: yep and the memories and the experiences are what matters and you know getting a present is fucking cool i like presents just like the next guy but you oh know. yeah by no means have we quit
2: accepting presents <laughs> <Absolutely> <laughs> feel not. free to mail in whatever you
0: want man. i'm just saying but yeah it's for me like growing up I'll, I'll just talk about how my family was growing up like it was always about the pile of presents under the hanukkah bush of the tree it was always about that and it fucked me up
1: well how, when you say it was all about that like what do you mean who was about that or how they, was how it how to
0: fuck you up would you yeah. get the because least f- gifts or something no because oh. when i got older and had my oh, own family i thought yeah there was pressure to like you gotta have a mountain exactly and mel okay. talked about that last week like you know it, it it skewed my view on what this all is supposed to mean and not for nothing man i I don't subscribe to Judeo-Christian beliefs in the first fucking place. And I'm celebrating Christmas. Yeah. And that's why I made up Flouch. Because at least that I could celebrate. And, and Flouch is like a good grown-up
2: holiday. Because to me, Christmas has always been about kids. Yes. That's who it matters to. That's what it was created for. For that keeping that magic alive. Well, if you want to go
0: deeper, it's about no, no i
2: in. no yeah, you that know what that. i mean the consumerism american yeah. christmas thing there's a whole lot of deep shit behind saint nick and all the other stuff but what it's i mean it's about the kids yep kids is what makes it christmas otherwise you know they're the ones that get presents the the, the there's no there's no three or four year old going you know what Kind of over the consumerism end of this, you know. I don't want any toys. If you would get, you know, that no, it's about the kids. And yeah. I, how many, how many of the presents under our tree are for Jasper? All of them. I, I know a portion. Oh, no. I, a, I just a portion. Uh, I, it, it's just funny because it grew and grew, and I was like, oh yeah, Jasper's getting yeah, he's getting up. hooked up. But what,
0: that's about kids. What about you, Mel? What was what was Christmas like at, at your house growing up?
1: I have a little scar about Christmas myself because I was the one that always got all the presents. And then like my brother would be mean to me because I got more presents. Like he'd be like, and not just him, but my cousins, like it was like embarrassing because I got the most presents.
0: And then you married me and I'm like showering you with gifts. Cause yes. that's what I thought I was supposed to do.
1: Yeah. And so I, it was like embarrassing. Like it kind of, I didn't want the attention. And then I'm like, so I'm supposed to buy the kids all this shit because it has to be equal to at least what I'm getting. That's he's, do you understand like where I'm coming from? So I'm like, I can't Sydney and Simon can't have like two gifts each when I have seven. Like that's not okay. So then I'm sitting here trying to compete with you getting me things and our fucking Christmas bill is through the roof and the tree is covered with presents. And it was all bullshit. Like there was some stuff of course that we got that was fun and good and all that. But like looking back, it wasn't like it was about the amount. It wasn't about the, I really want this XYZ thing. And so I'm going to get that thing. And, and then you get to play with it or take it apart or use it. With the Christmas stuff, it just it became about the amount and not about what was in the package. Not the it was
0: the quantity, not the quality. Yeah. What about what about you, Apple?
2: I, I guess I got Christmas around my house was always cool. I, up until about eleven when my mom and dad split and everything. It was it was just pure craziness going to the Apple household to my grandpa Apple, who was fucking actually a clown. He was one of the original Keystone Cops. He was a strange dude, weird, weird, <laughs> like those sad Buster, Ke- Buster Keaton clown crying on the wall, velvet paintings, oh, no. stuff no, like that. Yeah, it it's was horrifying. a clown museum kind of thing. And then he became an accountant.
0: Oh, that's a nightmare museum.
2: But anyway, we would go there. We would go there. And that was like a forced thing. It was having to go all my cousins. It, it was the Christmas like you were describing earlier. It was all the cousins. It was family that half got along this and that or anything. But I mean, it was fun because I was a kid and it was just pure chaos and a lot of drinking and everything like that. And then it became, when it was me, my mom, and my sister, it became a lot more about the decorating and the festivity of it morning gifts
1: oh that's cool wait, that's wait, cool like, man do
2: you remember that we used to like we'd string popcorn yes, some years I do remember and we doing and that we'd pan, paint ornaments and i yeah I, I, like, like to this day i have a hard time i have a i haven't helped decorate the tree since we moved up here no. I, to me that to that's something i hold that was something me my mom and my sister did and that that's I, that just kind of hit me now what i'm talking about because we made That was our thing, was making ornaments, everything like that, because you could do it cheaper. And then I know some people out there do, and some people don't. You didn't. You guys didn't. Santa Mouse. What's that? We always had Santa Mouse. There's a children's book out there about Santa Mouse, and Santa Mouse rides with Santa Claus on his sleigh. He's a little mouse, and he goes and he leaves a a little tiny gift. He hides in the tree somewhere. So you got to after, that, and then that was the one thing that me and my sister all, all the way up to like high school would get excited about. My mom would do a Santa Mouse gift and like stash it way back in the tree somewhere, and you had to go dig through the tree and find your little Santa Mouse present so we <laughs> well,
1: had a santa mouse so tradition i feel I like you told you me you about this told before us
0: about that before we would have totally done no that.
1: i think you have told us yeah, about I have it told before us. yeah i have yeah. told you
2: about it before i think we did do it a couple of years I ago i think so too
1: i don't remember like yeah time. i think you did it i think yeah, you. yeah i think
2: i did it for sydney and science i don't think we did it for everybody anyway but santa mouse was a thing It became a lot, it was a lot about like hanging out in the living room, doing arts and crafts and decorating. That's done.
1: I'll tell you what, I feel like currently, like that was my childhood, but currently I feel like Christmas, Christmas season, it's being redefined by everybody, everybody, so many people. Not just us. Yeah, it's not just us. It's, it's going around. I've talked to several close friends that are, have, that have. They're having a hard time because they're breaking out of their childhood tradition, which some of it was good, but some of it was like weird, like we just all said. And it, it, you get kind of lost in the buying of things and the sales and the, the stress when really it's like what Apple was saying it was about being with your mom and sister and brother and hanging out and watching a you know maybe a christmas song or listening to a book on tape and stringing popcorn for your like just being together kind of thing yeah
2: when we always did the old fashioned too that was my mom we it was always the uh Mitch Mitch Miller sing along christmas album Bing Crosby Frank Sinatra we'd have those on, on on record player and she'd be playing and that was that just always set the tone and then we'd usually watch like the old the old school you know uh, it's, a it's a wonderful life, life. Mm-hmm. miracle on 34th, 34th street, street yeah. like those old it's like old tradition
0: damn yeah it it's it's weird how um holidays are so seminal in like in growing up in in your life mm-hmm. in people's lives and how it means something different to all of yeah, us yeah varies to and b- b- you find, we find consensus when you like you have a family and you and your wife get together and whatever that meant to you, you're like mashing these two worlds together. And now that we're like, I was sitting here talking about it. You and I have never sat down and talked about this before. Like what did Christmas mean to me growing up and what did it mean to you? Like that's important to know, like, the foundational beliefs of your family you know what i mean yeah that's a trip i never thought about that before like just doing stuff because you did it before and that that's that's That's, how you're supposed to do it yeah
1: that's what it feels like it doesn't feel like i'm doing what i want to do or what i believe in i'm doing what i was taught or what has always been done and i've taken a look you know 2021 was good for that was taking stock of what is in your life. Like not what my fantasy of what I want to be like is like, what is going on in your life? And I took stock and I was like, that's not true. It's not a good belief to keep, you know, and it's working out now. Like, like these conversations with my therapist, I'm talking about it. Like it just with my friends, I'm talking about it. So it's like a personal and an exterior, um, problem, not problem, but issue.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I guess this is the time that it would be worked out because you wouldn't be thinking about it otherwise. I mean, True. even down to like what you eat for Christmas dinner. Yeah. Right. Like, well, you, you always have ham or whatever the fucking, whatever it is. <laughs> Why? Is that what you like? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Well, it, it stems like, back I to like that ham. consumerism, I, I like you know, oh, man, you know?
1: consumerism. Buy the ham, buy the turkey for, you know, Thanksgiving. What buy if
0: on, on Christmas this- Eve we made bomb-ass filet mignons and some baked potatoes? Or
1: if you had pizza. Yeah. You know, DIY pizzas or... No,
2: I am doing the... Traditional Christmas goose again. See? Oh, I know you guys don't like the goose meat, Egg but oh. Ugh, boring. Yeah. No, I'm Yeah, we already decided that steaks. I want a big fat yeah. tomahawk ribeye, though.
1: <laughs> it just, you know, question everything, right? Yeah. That applies to this for sure, this holiday season. And it's, I don't want to be morbid and be like, F Christmas, nothing like that. No. But also, it's like, it, when you're growing out of something, it's those jeans that from when you were a little kid, but now you have a grown-up body, they still will button, but they do not belong on you anymore. It's growing out of something. You're all uncomfortable yeah. and
2: can't wait to get them off. As soon as <laughs> it right? is the
1: thing the festivities over,
0: mirror. like <laughs> wearing them because your mom said you had to.
1: Yeah, it's we don't fit in these pants anymore. I'm at least I don't fit in these pants anymore, and I think that's why I was like had because I had a little bit of a hard week um just maybe it was just yesterday on solstice it was just yesterday it was just yesterday but that's how it feels you know when you get yeah. back on i it, had a, f- a hard, hard hour and now the whole week was yeah. fucked <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, did
2: it today? well, yeah Until well, yeah, yesterday kind of say yeah we all agreed it mm-hmm. kind of sucked yesterday but it has been weird building up the holidays and that's the thing last year i didn't do santa this yeah. year no santa yeah jasper's yeah. not uh, you coming know, so yeah yeah the things are just kind of weird it's hard to be happy and jolly when you can't well it, look interact the way santa's supposed to like i used to do you know
0: yeah. let's let's uh let's define the elephant in the room what you know um it, the uh pressure from the media this year is extreme and going into the holiday season there's a lot of um noise out there you know all oh,
2: about like, like congregating uh, uh, and getting that together. and
0: just the the whole all of it the covid and you know traveling and everything that's going on right now with numbers and blah 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 and it it adds a, a a unique layer to everything that's going on we all have our like we've been talking about we all have our own trip with with holidays and what they mean and blah 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 and then you add the stress of all that shit into it and it's a it's there's a pressure in the collective unconsciousness right now, the collective consciousness and unconsciousness right now. There is a definite um, pressure. I don't can't think of a better, descriptor for that
1: we're all trying to be normal but it's not normal it's like yeah, and i'm wow, not man. hating on the people that really are just chugging away and doing their thing fucking and love go you, for man. it yeah, man yeah. i am down with you but you know i like to think i'm one of those people too but i'd be having my breakdowns and i'm like the pressure sometimes is too freaking much it's just the constant barrage of hearing about things or things having to be a consideration. And um, I know that I'm in a situation where I have it a well and good better than a lot of people. So I understand that, but we're all in this same life we're together all in it together. Yeah, and, and it's affecting everybody at different paces and, and different it's,
0: speeds. It's also a very real thing to feel fatigue from thinking about all this shit. Yeah, there's it, no. Band. We're going on two years, ladies and gentlemen. Like, that's a long time to have your feet to the fire, proverbially. And, um, you know, it,
1: year three is going to be just how it is. It's so, not going to be it from that anymore. It's going to be, it's like, that's just how it is now.
0: Yeah. So we're all getting used to this thing together. We're yeah. all frogs in a pot of boiling water dealing with the boiling. And um, I think talking about it helps. I know it does for me. Like, I had my little fucking freak out today at work and uh lost my mind for a half hour and Mel had to like reel me back in with a giant like sport fishing fishing rod as I was floating away. I just I, I just, the sky. I just
2: picture in my head like Jerry Maguire or something. You're like, Who's going with me?
0: <laughs> no start my own business. No, I, I just I, I No, I know. That's what I'm just saying. That's what I pictured <laughs> my adult brain. I spoke sense. During a meeting today, and how dare you! I know sir. everybody was like the comment after I was done was like, "Why are you speaking common sense?" And then they moved on with the meeting. Yeah, that happened. Thanks for the logic there, Spawn. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, man, we're point being that's the elephant in the room, and let's just acknowledge it and hold each other's hands through all this shit that's going on, and love each other, and do the best we can, and try and define these moments that are special in the most meaningful way possible so that moving forward, they are what they're supposed to be.
1: What? What are they special? To
0: be? Right? Not just another one. Another one. We are not DJ Khaled. Another, another one. We are not DJ Khaled. <laughs>
3: I'll
1: hang out with DJ Khaled.
0: No. no or, but, you know, just. I
1: want him on the show. That's my dream guest.
0: Really? You said your dream guest was Snoop Dogg.
1: Well, okay. Number two, DJ Khaled. So, yeah, man. He's going to be another one. Oh, come on, Mel. (laughs) Sorry. I uh,
0: Just had
2: you can let that go.
1: I can't.
0: I want all of you guys out there listening to know that um, we love you guys. And you sometimes are the best parts of our week. Bar none. Like the emails and the comments and the DMs and... All of it. It's the
1: interaction.
0: Yeah, man. Just all
1: of it, how it happens.
0: That connection with you guys has been the glue that has kept our shit together through the past couple of years. And I just want to say as we go into Christmas as a no simple road family that you guys all have been the biggest blessing in the past two years for us. You have made sure that we made it through and you've given us a purpose and a reason. And, um, a mission every week to get on here and air our shit with you guys and figure things out and go through all this together as a family. And without it, I would have completely gone postal by now. And, um, I am so fucking grateful for you guys, like for real from the heart. And it's just a podcast. And, you know, whatever, but it's
1: not just a podcast at this point anymore. I, I would have to agree with you maybe in the beginning of 2017, but it's not just a podcast anymore. I think I was thinking about while well, you were just talking uh, well, right now, I, you
0: didn't let me finish. Go ahead. I was going to say, it's just a podcast, but I saw something a couple of weeks ago. It was like a meme or something. And it said, it's not weird to feel like, you know, your podcast hosts. And no, it's not. And it's also not weird for the podcast host to feel like you know your audience on the flip side. So each and every one of you guys is part of who we are and has helped us. Whether you've spoken to us or not, just by adding your energy to listening to the show, you've done something for us. So I hope that we've reciprocated that back to you guys, man. What were you going to say, Mel? They can't hear you shaking
1: your head. I know I'm shaking my head because (laughs) I don't know what I was going to (laughs) say. It's not that easy for me to remember, especially in the moment, babe. Really? I had, well, well, okay. I I saw a girlfriend today and she gave me um, some handcrafted whiskey from her sister-in-law, like small batch. I don't really drink, but I took a shot of this whiskey because it's, from her sister and i wanted to you it's know christmas let's yeah go. and and then i took a good hit before i came in and so it just kind of turned me out a little bit so, so. your train is like on yeah one so track. i'm here i'm definitely here but at the same time my train of thought might not
0: okay apple what you're up for finish finish take us home brother let me to do or, i don't know something
2: or take us oh, somewhere i was gonna say like wait on, on on the cuff of what you were saying there and like like nothing for nothing the last two years has been craziness, unprecedented shit. We've all been through, but at least this year, music came back of music—and we got to get start getting out there and seeing old friends and family <gasps> and listeners. Yeah. We got to meet a lot of new ones. We met so many new friends and listeners and stuff when we went to Red Rocks and the Gorge. And that's the thing I'm really thankful for too. I mean, you talk about getting back to shows and going to everything we went to is awesome we went to the gorge we went to red rocks we were at horning's hideout i mean we went to our favorite venues then you guys are going to msg for new year's and everything i mean talk about doing it right even on a normal like if it was like 2017 or something but coming out of covid going and hitting all those venues like couldn't ask for more Mm -mm. and the bands with fish what they did green sky bluegrass like you just listened to paul and you heard how much they have become how much they mean to us as a family and how bonding they have been for us to really get into and see four times this year just so thankful for that and like aaron said and so thankful for all of you out there because something like that you know we we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you no it's you know you 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 help this it keeps growing and we feel that love. every time we go to a show we meet new people mm-hmm. and that's a lot
1: this is what i have to say about aaron had asked me before you got home apple what gifts has the no simple road uh family given you this year and i just been thinking about that and no simple road has given me the gift of family. They like, when I think back and I was looking back, I sent out some Christmas cards and, um, just of a couple of the things that we've done to some of our, you know, no simple road family. I'm thinking we're spending so much time with these people. I think about Jason and Audrey and Tiffany and Ben and Cody and Brie and um, Jen and Brady. Jen and Brady and Diana and Billy, even. Mm-hmm. And Nate and Megan. And uh, Chris and John B. John B. And the contest winners and Amy. And like, that's. And PJ and Buzz. Yes. And anyway, we could keep going. I mean, and, the and list so of people. All these people were an integral part, Jack and Lil's integral part to. 2021 for us
0: yeah cully
1: yes i to me i think that despite all the shit that ever like it it, we had to deal with and endure and i still are and change that the family all over the country was such a comfort to me in the fact that like i'm home wherever i'm at
0: yeah yeah the no simple road helped family helped us polish the 2021 turd to a high shine
1: absolutely i <laughs> i don't well, i don't even see 2021 like that shitty yes i do of course but like that's not my first thought it's like it was we did it up as much we as fucking, we possibly yeah, did
0: second half of 2021 we partied our asses off yeah yeah
2: and that is comforting what you just said too we do like we could go anywhere in this country and we have listener well except for south dakota and rain
1: i didn't mean to leave you <laughs> north out dakota. either or is it north dakota
2: or north, north dakota, dakota. and okay. yeah. i think we have
1: a listener there now so yeah
2: we're cool. but it's 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 cool to know the mycelial network is across the entire it's country it's comforting as heck. wherever we go there is a family member waiting there to show us around and hang out and it was be together
1: that moment when nate was like mel when we dropped down in um to colorado
0: Oh, when we got out on the airplane, yeah.
1: Like, my brother came to pick me up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know? 100%. And then freaking John B picking, like, at the hotel door. Like, it it was nothing short of a miracle having the family. It was a Christmas miracle. It was a Christmas miracle all year long with the family.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I asked you that question What has the No Simple Road family gotten you? Yeah. For Christmas.
1: I didn't give you that answer earlier. No,
0: but, um, excuse me. I had said to you like, and this is, this sounds cheesy, but it's not. Friendship is the thing that they got me.
1: Like, that's not cheesy. People, people, need friends more than ever.
0: People, and I'm, this isn't, believe me, this is not a, a complete list, but this is like, the first people that come to mind right now is like, Nate, and John and Cody and Buzz and PJ. And there's people that I'm in contact with often and like Will from Escaper and uh, being in touch with those people and, and going through this shit together and, and the happy stuff I've learned at a really late, Date, because I'm fifty now. Like, I think I should have known better how to be a good friend up until this point, but these people have shown me how to be a better friend by being that for I me. Mean, yeah, and it's fucking a. That's a. I remember my dad before he passed away. One of the pearls of wisdom that he dropped was, "If a man has one good friend in his life, he's." wealthy and yeah. i have several and it's because of the show and the people that listen and that's immeasurable so thanks you guys you, you I, mean the world and
2: i i got to say too cuz i i don't say this enough once in a while i do thank you to the entire Oregon cannabis community Aww. because i am constantly blown away by how many of you Thank me, Uh, you know, know, you're you're my vendors, we do business together since I'm inventory manager for two dispensaries, but the connection I've made uh, with like the gang over at Crop Circle Chocolates, Jeremiah, Rebecca, Todd, love you guys, you've been supporters for years, all the guys at Happy Cabbage, Garrett and the gang at Garden First Cannabis, uh, I mean the list goes on I, I there's a lot of you that I've told about the podcast you're not really into the music we're into and stuff like that but you give it a listen a lot of people in the cannabis industry are out on the road or they're in a grow all day long and you know a lot of times it's something playing on the radio or you got some you got earbuds in and so many of you pass your days by listening to us and give me feedback and I just I so appreciate being in the cannabis community, first of all, and for to be able to be entertainment and for you to allow us into your ear holes, like we always say, and and enjoy it. And I constantly am blown away by how many people in the cannabis community in Oregon listen to our show and give me feedback. Hell yeah. I love you all. That's dope. Get Hell it? yeah. <laughs> it. Yeah, it it is. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, I get it. Dude. Man. <clears throat>
3: oh. Anyway, it's just, where's my bike? I yeah. feel like
1: this is the the count your blessings portion. You know, yeah. we kind of went heavy into the, you know, the the Christmas meaning and all that, but this is to say that I have not lost faith in humanity no matter how divided the country and the world continues to get. I still will believe that people will be good to each other and that we can have resolve somewhere along the line, down the line in a moment, like however we can get it. And the generosity and the love and attention that the no simple road family gives, like you said, with the DMS and sending us random songs and just, the sweetness, you know, like it blows me away every time. Still, and hasn't stopped since we started.
2: And I like what you said that, like, the, the humanity kind of the same thing. That, like, we're in charge. The people are trying to control humanity.
1: Yeah, man, <laughs> is the we issue can still we be real? Can still do what
2: we want, you know, and we're doing it.
0: I was, uh, DMing with, um, Ash, from Paracosmic
3: mm, a while yeah. back,
0: and. One Shout out of, Ash. yeah, what's up, Ash? One of the um songs that comes to mind when we're talking about all this that Ash and I were talking about is the um, "Sisters and Brothers" by Gar- Jerry Garcia band. I wish that I could play it for you all right now and not get copyright slapped for it, but uh, yeah, when this when this episode is over, put on Can't "Sisters you pay and like
1: Brothers" five seconds of it or something. Like I
0: can that. pay ten seconds of it. Yep.
2: say to my sisters and my brothers, keep the faith when the storm flies and the wind blows, go on at a steady
3: pace.
0: Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. I mean, he says it so well. Yeah, better than anybody. <laughs> he just has a way. Yeah, I I wish I could play the whole thing for you guys, Um, but, you know. You've go listen to it. Yeah, go ahead so I was just going to say, <laughs> yeah. You got you got hands. Go do it. Go listen to, you got ears. Go check it out. If you've never heard that one, it'll make you tear up cuz it makes me tear up every freaking time I listen to it lately. It's like um it's almost like he knew what was going to happen or what was going down and is speaking to you from the past about the future where you're at right now. Grateful Dead has a way of doing that. It's weird. I don't know. Yeah it is no
1: one knows but they all know yeah so
0: i don't know how this got all heavy but uh
1: it's just a heavy time of year my my counselor today or therapist today said um i have to sneeze (laughs) sorry bless you um he said that this is the most triggering time of year for people (laughs)
0: it's the most triggering triggering time time of the year (laughs) yeah he's like
1: People are assholes and things are all (laughs) driving like nuts. Yeah. What Apple said. It's true. We're stressed out. We're like have all these expectations. We're racing around. And then we also have our normal responsibilities too. Like They don't just go away because it's Christmas time. So I still got to tie my shoes. Yeah, so we're adding all these extra activities, but not all this extra time. And so we're stressed out. It's hard.
0: Well, let's, as a family, pull hands together around the digital fire and yeah. collectively breathe in through our noses and out through our mouths. <sighs> take, a, take a moment of, of a Wait, pause and reflection. I messed it up. I breathed in through my nose.
1: And And you also talked through the pause.
0: Yeah. You just, you ruined the whole thing. Oh, apple. No, Mm -hmm. man, seriously though, this should be a moment of just taking it easy, man. That's, that's what this, this episode's all about. We, we talked to Paul, we hung out together and dug into what Christmas means a little bit. We talked about what we're grateful for and you know, it, those are good things and it gets everything out on the table and then we could start fresh tomorrow. And that's what we do. We keep going. And I mean, look, we got a brand new year. The calendar is about to roll over into a brand new, fresh year. There is. And there is a clean slate for anything to happen. And we absolutely <laughs> are the manifestors of our own reality. So collectively, let's, let's just manifest a lot of beautiful music in the new year and togetherness and having fun. And good shit, man. Yeah,
2: there's things to look forward to already. We're oh, already, man. We already got things on the calendar.
0: Yep. Me and Mel are going to... Goose. MSG in a few days. Whoa, whoa. And uh, we'll see all of you there who are going to be there. And then we got Goose in February and... Tool. And in pigeons January, ping pong and... Um, what else? The Skull and Roses Festival. Skull
2: and, and Roses. All kinds of things being announced
0: and all the lineup for Northwest string summit will be announced in the coming weeks. And we are the official podcast that, and I mean, there's all kinds of good stuff going to happen in 2022. So let's, let's go into it as a family and spend this Christmas together with happy hearts and,
1: what was that?
0: <laughs> Call my, it's
2: my nose.
1: Oh, it's it, like, you know, my
2: sinuses. I just yeah.
1: went. <laughs> it, went it, it whistled. Yeah, it did whistle. I was like, "What is it that?" It wanted to know that
0: it is part of the No Simple Road family too.
1: Yeah, thanks everybody for being part of our family and for unwrapping your Paul Christmas gift and listening to us talk and work out our christmas woes and highs also
0: no simple road got you green sky bluegrass for christmas i'm just saying that's yeah. pretty fucking cool us.
1: yeah <laughs> at least we got a portion I think, a yeah, fifth. pretty cool paul yeah <laughs> thank you again yeah
2: paul. and tune in next week for our 16 hour recap podcast <laughs> that will be getting even heavier oh shit that's yeah, well, right. it's, 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 true, it's, it's the usually our, the year. our year yeah it's kind of our year in review and that's always fun
0: well, we are going to get a couple of episodes of next week. I have a feeling because yeah. we got
1: we're going to have my uncle on the we show. We have Lone Tree
0: <laughs> that we need to get out. Yeah. Karina Reichman yeah. that we need to get out. Um, she hit me up and was like, "When's the episode coming out?" Oh. So and Jamel, Lone Tree yeah. did the Jamel same thing talking yeah. about his first Dead oh, Company wow. show. We have really good content coming yeah, for we you guys, guys we in twenty two, y'all. So we got
2: Sponge on over to the house. We I mean, yeah, there's we got them backed up.
0: We we even are going to have an interview with Darwin in 2022. I'm just saying. So hold on to your hats, folks. Everybody it's like, what? We love you guys. Merry, Merry Christmas. Ho, oh, oh, ho, oh. ho. Right on for all of you celebrating flounce. And um, happy new year. Yeah, whatever your celebration is. Yeah,
1: even if you haven't made one up yet.
0: Happy solstice. Um, What else?
2: Festivus for the rest of us.
0: MSG. For those of you, we'll see you there. And uh, we'll be back next week with a bunch of stuff and things. Not more, but a bunch more. So we love you and we'll see you soon. And be nice to each other. Smile at a stranger. Safety third. Hydrate. Ho, ho, ho. And holy Blankenstein. (laughs) Don't doubt me.
5: But it's a tab bit of strange similarities that feed an A equal A complex The fears of your past do not equal the perplexities of the current road